What up, though? This is the Chill Bravado Podcast. I'm your boy, CB. That's Chill B. And I have a series called Laker 82-16, where we cover the grind. Over 82 game long season where it takes 16 wins to get the chip in the end. And we are now past the trade deadline. I didn't want to come back until after all that hoopla was at least official on paper. We haven't had, you know, a chance to see these guys play yet. But we're looking, you know, we're looking forward to Saturday against the Golden State Warriors where we get the debut of those. We're going to break down those trades and see what you think about them as I tell you what I think about them. Also, it was another another record that was passed over, by the way. You know, the all-time scoring record. We're going to talk about that briefly because, you know, we lost the game. So I'm not going to really harp on the game, but we'll talk about that moment. And then we're going to get into a few things that were said you know, during these transactions, the trades that I just feel like were unnecessary about Russ. Also, I might address the Anthony Davis, you know, situation of him not looking so happy, but who cares? But I might just don't don't look. If I forget it, just know I decided that I don't care. And we're going to break down some of this roster and what they can bring now that we have some NBA caliber players who are not on vet minimum guys. So all that and much more next. All right, all right. We thank you for tuning in to the Chill Bravado Podcast. It's available on all platforms. Tell your friends. And after you take a listen to the Chill Bravado Podcast, make sure you go over and listen to my boy, my homie, JR, and all the sports podcasts where hopefully we'll be collabing soon. But, you know, I like to shout out the brothers. And, you know, go check out all those um, podcasts. Support your people, man. And let's get right into it. All-time scoring record. It has fallen and it's going to be a long time before, I don't know if we, in my lifetime we'll see it, but it'll be a long time before another generation sees an all-time leading scorer because LeBron's still going. LeBron is still going. It'll probably be 42,000 if he stays healthy for the next three years. You know, who knows what it'll get to. So, you know, even Paul Pierce had nice words to say, someone held the king. I was like, look, Paul, I don't like you. Don't be trying to make me like you now that you retire. Yeah, but I really don't, you know, the beef between him and LeBron doesn't bother me that much. It's really, he's a Celtic. So anybody else who said this stuff, I probably would care less. But the truth needs to keep his mouth closed sometimes. But he gave him some props. A lot of people showed a lot of love to LeBron. Um, and a lot of people kept going with the GOAT talk. Okay, are you the GOAT now? He's the GOAT now. You know, people had that statement. If you didn't consider Kareem the GOAT when he had the title, and just because LeBron has passed it, I don't think you should now say, oh, yeah, he's the GOAT now. If he wasn't the GOAT before this all-time scoring record was broken, I don't think he'll be the GOAT to you, you know, after. So I, I look at it that way. So the GOAT discussion um, is going to forever go on. This barbershop talk is fun. I don't even know if barbershops talk about it as heavy as they used to. Now that this, you know, it's not really bigging up one guy. It's kind of tearing down the other one. Man, he can't do this. He's not clutch, you know. Well, you know, Michael Jordan, he's just, you know, it's going to go back and forth. And then you got the generation before that that's going to be like, hey, Dr. J and Will Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So we, we we send our flowers to LeBron and we appreciate what he's done for the game. I was telling somebody, man, we have to appreciate it while we got it. Because when he goes, when he finally walks away from playing the game of basketball, it's going to be noticeable. 
Like, w- the league has a lot of young players. And I think for this next wave to really kick off, the Jason Tatums, um, Devin Bookers, John Morantz, even go to that level, Luca, these guys have to win a title. Like, we can't go another couple years with, you know, Steph winning or KD winning, you know. Well, dang, Booker, I mean, Booker, see, still, Booker would still have to win later on because according to Charles, he's not the bus driver. He'll be a rider. So, hey, so yeah, it's like this next young wave other than Giannis because Giannis is not really, you know, they're not really checking for Giannis like that. Like, they don't want to talk about Giannis. Like, you know, he's dominant, but they love Luca. They love Jai. You know, they love these younger guys because they're more, you know, just flashier. Giannis is more my speed. I like seeing guys like Giannis, high motor, all energy, um, pedal to the metal, gas, you know, no brakes at times. It's like taking a charge from that guy is just not something you want to do. So LeBron passing over this, you know, you know, passing over this milestone, it just shows you that he's really the quote, I'm tired of hearing it, generational talent for real, for real. Like, like it's going to be tough for somebody to pass that up. So we got to give him his flowers. But also they lost the game. Okay. Um, as we've seen, um, against the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram was too big. We knew that was happening. It's, that's just no surprise. Yeah, that's just how it goes. That's the way basketball goes. And then you have, yeah, it's a song reference. If you caught it, you're, you're my favorites. But, um, yeah, the Pelicans game was kind of rough because we should have won that one. But then OKC game, I, Anthony Davis was more upset because they were losing. I mean, of course, he's breaking the record and all that. And who knows? We'll get to the rust thing in the locker room stuff later. But we act like we had no scouting report for the OKC. You know, like Shay's gonna get to the line. He's gonna attack the basket. True. Um, the Joe kid, he shoots it at a high clip from behind the arc, three pointers. They let him do it all night. Muscala, who disgusts me. Then he he shot the ball so well against the Lakers, he got traded to the Boston Celtics. That's how that, that's how shady and petty the Celtics are. This makes me sick. He 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 torched us off the bench, which is crazy, you know. And then you know you got your other guys who just played well. They 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 really they didn't get caught up in this whole the record breaking thing. The Lakers looked like they were just not really ready to compete. You know, after that record was broken, the game was over. Like they just won the game, and that's just kind of how that went. So now we have to fast forward past that, okay? Now, you know, the trade deadline came and was gone on Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and we have a new squad. So after the break, because I want to make sure I brought up LeBron and gave his props for the record, let's get back to some Laker 82-16, and let's break down some of these trades and what these guys bring to the table. And, you know, we give, you know, props to the people who are gone. Not gone like in, you know, gone, but who are traded away. We'll talk about them as well. So next seven, let's get right into a trade. We have a trade. Next. All right, all right, all right. Now the trade deadline came and was gone, but there was still a game to be played. LeBron did not play against the Milwaukee Bucks, so we already kind of chopped it as chopped that up as an L. But the team played respectful for one half. Um, you know, we won. You know, the first half we outscored them 31-26 in the first quarter, 27-24 in the second quarter. That third quarter, 
crushed us. They they had 38, we had 23. You know, the fourth quarter was close, but we was already out of it. It was 27-25 in the fourth quarter, and we lost 115 to 106. And I'll tell you what, Giannis is gonna be Giannis. He had 38, 10, and 6. You know, he you know, he did what he normally do. But Chris Middleton, he came off the bench, you know, right now, but he Although he didn't shoot the three ball well, and they didn't shoot the three ball well at all in the first half, but Middleton had 22 points. And when I tell you those, he were big boy and, and sunning some of the Lakers just because, yeah, it just wasn't looking good. You know, we, we we really didn't have any answer for him. That and and I feel like some of this, of course, is like we we played them pretty close and pretty competitive when LeBron's on the team because he gives you another level of physicality at the forward and front court position. I don't think Middleton is doing all that if LeBron's there. And I don't think Giannis is having just free run to the rim as often if LeBron's there. Because it's just like LeBron matches up well in the Giannis matchups. Nine times out of ten, he's going to match up very well in that matchup. We didn't have that load of physicality coming downhill. And, you know, LeBron's out because of the ankle, you know, air quotes, if you don't believe that. But, yeah, man, so... You know, Holiday, he he did pretty good. He was okay, good defensive player. You know, but for the most part, Middleton came in kind of big boy us, and we were just kind of short-handed. Shouts out to Dennis Schroeder, who had 25 and 12. That was a great game from him. Um, Rui Hachimura, I feel like he can give us more. 8.6 rebounds. You know, you'd like to see him have like 13, 15. You know, that would be a great match. Christie had no business starting. The rookie played only 12 minutes, but... Lonnie Walker is looking great. He's looking like he's he's ready to go after the trade deadline as well. Um, so, you know, that pressure's off his back. And Austin Reeves on his return, 18 points, 3-4 for from the three-point line, really played well. We got a Cole Swider sighting. He got to go, I think, run around for a little bit. Didn't even get a shot off. I know he was hurt about that. But, you know, Anthony Davis, who didn't have a great game, and looks like he's still coming back from the foot thing. Um, he, he's just not – he doesn't have that – the mobility yet. It doesn't look like he has his legs up under him yet. And it's still, and you can't be half-stepping when you got Giannis coming into town, you know. So he had 23 and 16, but although he is 9 for 22, wasn't really great. Foul trouble. Played 35 minutes. You know, numbers say he did okay, but the eye test just says he just didn't look like that guy. And a lot of fans who just drive me crazy, you know. Um, you know, I, I try to stay connected to the fans when we're all watching the game together and tweets and all that stuff. And they're just like, trade AD, trade deadline's over. Um, buy him out. That's stupid. You know, like, let's, let's, let, not let, let's not let our frustration get the best of us. No, it wasn't a great game for him, but like, he's still coming back from injury. I'm not really expecting him to do, you know, the things he did in the early season just yet. But it might be too little too late if we can't get him to get back into shape, you know, when this all-star break hits. If he doesn't come back and he's ready to play, granted, we never got to see MVP AD play with all-time scoring LeBron mode. So I don't know, is that even going to be a thing? Like, are they going to both be able to play that well at the same time again? It's not 2020, so I don't know. We're going to find out. But what we can find out Saturday is we have all of the guys who are now going to be new Lakers debuting as of right now. Who knows? But D-Lo Russell. Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, all coming in after Russ was traded and a first round pick was sent out, protected, of course. JTA and Damon Jones as well were traded. So let's look. The Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt from that trade. The Jazz got Russ, a protected first round pick. 
um, JTA and, and Damon Jones, and the Wolves got Mike Conley and a second round pick. So that's what that trade looks like. And then we weren't done there. Patrick Beverly in a second round pick was sent to Orlando and Mobamba comes in to the Lakers. He had the picture that you haul up on his Instagram. And you know, it's funny, right? After Pat Bev said the gang is back, you know, him and a, pic a picture of him and Dino together in Minnesota. Well, that gang didn't, no, it didn't last long. Okay, so he's gone. And then Thomas Bryant, he is also out the door going to Denver of all places. We get Devon Reed and three second round picks coming into the Lakers. So we're going to talk about all these trades, break down a little bit of that and much, much more right after this break. All right, let's get right into the first trade. Russ is out the door. He's going to the Jazz, probably going to be bought out. They got the first round pick. JTA and Damon Jones gone. So that cleared off three spots. People saying we would not be able to move Russ without attaching both picks. That was a lie. It only took one pick and it was protected. And that means that if that pick goes between one and four, it turns into a second round pick. So that's a good look for the Lakers. You only give them one pick, it's protected. So if if it's, if it's five, they get it. But if, if this pick one through four, it's gonna be it's gonna be turned into a second round pick. It'll be a high one too. So the Jazz will still get that. But it's not like you're giving an unprotected first round pick away. So that's one reason why everybody's like trade Russ, trade Russ. No, you gotta wait for that price tag to come down because you're building for the future. And and saying that is Dino, you're building for the future with him. You know, because it's, it's it's a rumor that his camp are interested when the Lakers are also showing interest in they might want to work out a deal during or after the season. So that gives you, you know, you know, just a good, a good vibe going on in the building when you can say, okay, these guys are working out that they might do that. Granted, it could, if it's done in the off season, it might be even a sign and trade. Who knows? He might not be here long or maybe he'll be able to, you know, stick around if he plays well enough and we get into the playoffs and try to make some noise. And he's a key piece of that then there you go. So, you know, Malik Beasley, he has um, a team option after this year. So so the, the reason you're getting rid of Russ is because Russ was an expiring contract. If you didn't trade Russ, he's gone. You don't get his – he's $47 million guy. You don't get $47 million back. Okay, you don't, you don't just get the money that he's paid and it goes to your salary. No, you're not getting all that back. So in order to get something, you have to get players who have contracts – who not only, you know, are, are smaller, but they also have some, you know, in, uh, oh, how can I say this? They have money going in next year. Like next year, Malik Beasley will make it a little over 16000 It's easier to trade a $16,000 uh, 16, contract, um, $16 million contract than it is to sell a $47 million contract. $1,000. a 1000 there. Yeah. But um, Mo Bamba, he, he makes $10 million. Um, right now, a little over $10 million this year. He'll make a little over $10 million next year. You know, Pat Bev is also another expiring contract. Um, like I said, DeAndre Russell, he's on expiring, but there's already talks of, of some type of extension and resigning. You know, even Rui um, Hachimura, he has a qualifying offer next year for $8 million. Right now, he's making $6 million. Jared Vanderbilt makes $4 million. And he, he makes a little over $4 million this year and next year. So these guys become pieces. Um, um, Devon Reed, he makes, you know, He'll make like two million next year, like right? so, 
And, and, and you're looking at these guys and you're saying, man, you went from having vet minimum guys. So Thomas Bryant, he leaves. It's okay, folks. I, I like Thomas too, but we weren't going to be able to resign him for anything next year. Like, it wasn't, he was going to probably ask for, you know, eight to $10 million, you know, and we're not going to have that type of money to put into a guy who, you know, we're not necessarily going to be built for our future, you know? And he apparently requested the trade. Because, you know, after, you know, AD came back and he said, I did not feel like I need to take minutes from AD. But once I found out I was not playing alongside him and my minutes were going to be limited, 16 minutes in a game, he asked to be traded. He got moved to Denver. And that means you're playing behind Jokic. So, (laughs) I mean, but I think it's smart for the Lakers to go ahead and break ties with him now because he was going to be able to walk in the summer and you're losing for nothing. JTA, he was on the vet mid. You know, he, he served his purpose, but you do not want him playing heavy minutes on your team. That's just not what he's, that's not what he's good at. He's a glue guy, a team guy. He's going to be able to, you know, play hard for you for small stretches, not big stretches. David Jones was non-existent all year. He had actually um, another year. So he had like a, a vet med um, minimum contract, a two-year. So he would have been on the, on the books next year. But you don't want him on there because like, you don't want to pay him to sit on the bench and do nothing. So clearing up those spots were great. So you bring in um, D'Lo. D'Lo is a guy who can perform well out of the pick and roll. He can shoot the three-pointer. So you're not going to have guys just camped in the paint when he's on the court. That's always a plus. Then you got Malik Beasley, who's an even better three-point shooter. And he's, you know, a uh, uh, traditional two, you know. So is he going to start? I don't know because Dennis Schroeder plays very well. So I don't know if you're going to play the D-Lo Dennis Schroeder lineup, but we're not going to see the Pat Bev Russ in Dennis lineups anymore. Russ is gone. We're going to lose a little bit of his shot creation, but I think D-Lo has just enough in him that he can probably make some of those plays, but he's probably not a great passer, um, but he's still, you know, capable, I'll say, of doing some things. Out of the pick and roll. Plus, he shoots the ball better. So that, that that's going to help him out a lot. Vanderbilt, oh, yeah. If you listen to any of my shows in the summer, if you heard me asking it for a type of forward to have on his team, I said, and you can quote me on this, I said it. Go back and check the tape. And you can ask JR, man, because I patted myself on the back when I seen this. Jared Vanderbilt was the t- prototypical forward I would put between AD and LeBron. Rui is the guy you put with them, and he plays a three. And and LeBron and AD is a four or five. But if I wanted a, a guy in between them and LeBron played a three, Vanderbilt plays a four, and AD plays a five, this is the guy I was talking about. And then it just so happens that they go out and do it. Hmm. I was asking for this guy. Thank you, Lakers. So from that this point forward, you know that I'm a real big fan of Jared Vanderbilt. When he gets in the game and he does anything great, just know I'm 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 smiling from ear to ear. It's happening. Okay, so I'm really excited about seeing these three get into the game and, and see what we got when LeBron and AD. Um, I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt's not going to start. I'm doubting Beasley's going to start. But at some point, you're going to have these guys in corners that can shoot threes. You have a guy like Vanderbilt who hustles and is able to make, you know, just make a lot of, you know, positive plays for your team defensively and, and on the boards. So that's going to help AD. Pat Bev going out. Um Thomas Bryant going out. These guys helped us a lot. Um, they, bo- they both had their flaws. Pat Bev's just too small. You know, his shot was starting to come around. Thomas Bryant, no rim protection. He just walked you right to the rim. Mo Bamba can help you 
um, with, as, as a big body, tall, long, lanky. They say he can shoot three a little bit, but some people say that he really fell out the rotation in Orlando. So I don't really know what he's going to give us, but having a backup big like that is way better when you can actually play him. Like Damon Jones has just disappointed us a lot this year just because he never got the chance to even even get out there and compete. And Devon Reed is a guy who shoots the three very well. He's a two. Um, you know, they say he plays solid defense. I don't really know. I've never watched him that much. I just know he can shoot the three ball, but he's probably not a guy that's going to play a lot. He's going to be there on the bench. So we're going to come back and we're going to kind of speak on some of the narrative around the trades and what people said around them. And I'm, I'm going to point out the, the roster and what we have. So, yeah, man, I'm excited for Saturday. You know, I'm excited to see what happens. But do we have enough time is a question. And I don't know the answer. Just come back and we'll talk about the rest of it. Long, athletic forwards, okay? AD, LeBron James, Rui, Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, William Gabriel. Those are long, athletic, versatile type of forwards and bigs. And that's why you can let Thomas Bryant walk. You know, Damon Jones can go. JTA's, just, you know, bye-bye. Add in the three-point shooting of Dino and Malik Beasley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Austin Reeves looked great. Lonnie Walker looked great. Dennis looked great. Troy Brown Jr. has flashes of being okay. Max Christie, just a young buck. You had your two-way guys of um, Pippen Jr. and Cole Swider. And then you make out to, you know, Devon Reed also comes on. And there you go. And you still have one roster spot open for the buyout market. You're probably going to try to look for a 3 and D wing. Don't know if you can get one that's going to be super effective but Danny Green's a guy who's a 3D wing hopefully he's not you know they call washed you know so you can see where that might lead to when you start looking at what you want to add to going down the stretch so we're going to wait to see what the buyout market's going to start shaping itself into and into and we see where you know the Clippers already got Paul George trying to recruit Russ it was a lot of it was a lot of good trades made but we're just in Laker 82 16 so we'll get into those other trades on another day and I just want to see those guys play. KD going to the Suns is very intriguing, very, you know, contenders, you know, contendership worthy. But uh, this is not the Phoenix Suns. It's not Suns 82-16. I'm not talking about them in full detail, but I definitely will as we get ready to, you know, head toward the playoffs and maybe a matchup or two. Who knows? But I will talk about Dave McMenamin, who reported that a source said that the Lakers remove the vampire from the locker room and you know i i know fans like to it's a part of being a fan it's different types of fans so don't don't take this as me saying how you should be a fan i just find it disappointing because why do we need reports like that what's the point why do we need to you know we know we know what he's been through the last year and a half and we know the you know the flaws and all but we knew russ was gonna play hard He's going to give it all he had. Um, he's going to win you some games. He's going to lose lose you some games. He's going to win you some possessions. He's going to lose some possessions. Um, he was available. He showed up. He went to work. He might not have played the way you wanted him to play all the time. I doubt many of your favorite players play the, the right way unless you're a LeBron stand and, 
you know, see, he does no wrong. And, you know, it's, it's some rust stand still out there who's saying, oh, y'all lost and he's gone. But when you got, you know, like, I didn't even need to hear about Thomas Bryan needing requesting the trade. Like, I don't think we need context. Like, like, who cares? Like, to me, you got basketball fans who love the game and want to talk the game. Then you got basketball fans who want to watch the game, but they want to watch it because of the narrative, you know, the narratives that it carries. And, and that's fun too. Cause narratives, it, that that's what sells. That's, that's what the media thrives off of. Then you got the haters who just want to complain about the era and how it doesn't look the way it used to. So it's all different types of fans, it's even more than that. But those are like the main ones that I see a lot here a lot. So Russ getting ready to try to go into the buyout market. If teams were to take what was reported as law, that would kind of mess up his chance of getting into another locker room, right? Which would stop him from doing what he loves and stop him from getting a job. How would you feel if someone referenced you in a negative way as you're trying to go and you know and, and start fresh? Go somewhere else. Like it's no point for the he's gone, he's traded. There's no reason for anybody to be saying things like that about him. But this is the culture we live in. This is what people love to do. They love to, you know, kick people while they're down. And and when it comes to sports, we you know we forget that these guys are people. You know, his wife made a post like, I have to explain to my five-year-old that his dad's not really a vampire. You know, like the, the stuff they're saying to you know him at school is not true. Like, baby, it's okay. You know, so and, and then you got some that have been like, well, it comes with the territory. You know what you signed up for. Uh, I don't think I don't think it comes easy because I, I see a lot of people who talk about athletes and 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 they they I, you guys are the one that rage quit in Call of Duty like just quit Ari Madden you know you're the guys who and gals I guess you're the guys and gals who you know can't even stand a long term relationship you know like but you want these guys to, to do everything so perfect I'm like bro I see why some of y'all are single. Some of y'all are single because you you can't make it through tough times. And I get it. This season has been tough, but last year was worse. So I'm I'm glad that Russ is able to move on and maybe start another chapter in his life with another team, hopefully. And he can, you know, continue to, you know, I like Russ, man. I hope he, I hope he gets another team plays well, even if he goes to the Clippers. I mean, I don't care. I'm not going to. He's not going to scare me. Oh, no, he went to the Clippers and they want a chip. They want a chip. Who cares? Like, I, I like Russ. I like KD, you know, I like Kyrie, I like, I like these guys, but you know, some of the criticism that they get is, is ridiculous. It's just not, it's not warranted, but some of the stuff they bring on themselves and I'm fine with it. Like as long as you don't cross the line with me, I'm cool. Like even if you talk crazy about a, a player, I'm not going to really entertain that conversation, but I like listening to what people have to say so I can agree or disagree or give my opinion because I'm very opinionated and I like talking the game of basketball. So Instead of talking about, man, he sucks because he missed a three-pointer and, or, you know, but I want to talk about, like, man, if he just would have just waited and he just waited just one more beat that that pass was open, he could have dumped it off to Winnie Gabriel. Instead, he rushed it and he threw it out of bounds. You know, I wanted to get into the re the reasons why I'm upset. Like, I don't want to just say, man, he sucks. Oh, like, like LeBron, like, oh, man, he needs to take it to the basket, man. He's he done shot a couple of shots in the flat. His, his leg's not up under him. He need to get to the free throw line. But then he don't get the call. Well, AD's looking like he's a little, you know, he's limping a little bit, you know. And then he's not really limping. He's just, <laughs> some reason he runs like that. He needs to break the hair back down. Let's get you back to, to braid it down, AD. That's the guy who's MVP. 
But I'm just rambling now. But yeah, it just gets to the point where you you hear people say these crazy things and and narratives and and all this stuff, and and you get the Stephen A's and Jay Williams going at it, and Shannon Skip going at it, and I can't wait to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies because now they're saying, oh, they're we're the most hated team, and oh, it's get oh, I can't wait to get to that. I, I'm gonna take a break on talking about other teams because. It's about to be the all-star break, so we're going to have fun as we go into the all-star break. We're going to watch our new team, teammates come in and play for our favorite team, the Lakers, and we're going to have fun Saturday. Hopefully we win. Steph's not going to be there. We're going to play against these Warriors like three times in the next calendar month. Steph probably won't be there for none of those games. We have to take advantage of those games because right now we're currently like 3.5 games behind them. So what are we going to do, brother? What are we going to do? Okay, let's get LeBron with the new guys. Let's get AD back motivated. They say Russ is out of there, so maybe that loosens up the locker room. I don't know what it really was. Don't really care. Moving forward, I don't know if we can make the playoffs. Play-ins are still in contention. We have to stack together some five-game winning streaks. Can't just win one, lose two, win two, lose two. We can't do that anymore. Like, this next month is crucial. It's crucial. It's critical. It is big time. So I'm here for it. Hope you guys have a good time. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the new additions and what they look like opening. We're well not opening night. They're opening debut. It's your boy. <laughs>